My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. An Elio's original. Hello and welcome to Web Crawlers. This is one of our mini episodes, which is a shorter version of our main episode, where we talk about all things weird, unusual news stories, read listener emails, and play voicemails. Uh, I think we have two emails first. Uh, Melissa, what are our emails? Okay, this is from Jess. Uh, subject is Glitch in the Matrix. Hey, Web Crawlers, my name is Jess, and I'm a huge fan of the show and the Erios Network in general. You ladies are the coolest cats. Thank you. Meow, baby. <laughs> Meow. I listen on Spotify and I'm too technologically inept to figure out how to rate and review on there. So here's my review. <laughs> <laughs> Works for Web- Webcrawlers is a hilarious podcast that dives deep into the unknown, occult, and straight up bizarre. It's no surprise that so many stoners love this podcast because this is right up Stoner Alley. It's yes. funny. And thought-provoking, Allie, Melissa, and Maria have me laughing hysterically, and the mysteries they examine keep me thinking and curious long after I finish the episodes. I'm so glad I found this podcast, because I didn't know this is exactly what I need in my life. I give it six five stars, or pentagrams, whichever currency we're working (laughs) with here. Now, I'll tell you about my glitch in the Matrix story. A few summers ago, I was back at home on break from uni. Home for me is an area in east-central Alberta, Canada that is quite rural and usually very quiet and boring. My hometown is a tiny village and I grew up on a farm outside of it. It was a Sunday afternoon and I was over at my best friend's parents' acreage. We were enjoying a few rips from the bong and sitting on the deck soaking up the sun. We happened to notice this plane flying through the sky and as two people who were stoned would do, we watched this plane and made observations. I wonder where that plane is going. Where did it come from? 
planes are crazy, bro. They just they just fly through the sky. I pointed out to my bestie that <laughs> the plane planes are crazy. They just fly. It's crazy. Yeah, it's wild. I pointed out to my bestie that the plane was producing a perfect jet stream that arced across the sky, marking its ascent. We got into a deep conversation during which I'm sure we had only looked away from the plane for about five full seconds, but when we turned back, something was very wrong. The perfect jet stream we had just noticed looked different. At the very top of the trail, the jet stream itself changed from fluffy, soft, and white to a black plume of smoke, and its direction changed abruptly from going up to down. It looked like something had exploded in midair, sending the plane down in a stream of thick black smoke. My friend and I freaked out, and she grabs a pair of binoculars from inside. We hone in on the plane, and sure enough, this plane is on fire, and it's descending. Oh, my God. What? By this point, we are losing it. Neither Jordan's parents or her brother were home. The closest neighbors are still a ways down the road. What do we do? Do we tell someone? Do we call 911? Is it just a a training simulation? Do they even do that sort of thing? Are we just that high? Before we can make a decision, we watched the plane disappear over the tree line to the southeast. I decided to call my sister, who was back on my parents' farm, to ask her if she could see the plane. She said she could see the smoky jet stream we were talking about, but no plane. Uh, in the days following this, I searched online about plane crashes in the area, and to this day, I haven't been able to find anything about that plane. Weird. Now, some people might think that because we were stoned, we had some sort of shared hallucination. To which I say, I've never been so baked in my life that I've hallucinated something that wasn't there, let alone share hallucination with another stony friend. Anyways, um, oh yeah, sorry for the long email, love, Jess. Okay. We have another email from Zoe. Dear web crawlers, first of all, I'd like to say what a fucking awesome podcast you gals have. Um, been listening since the start. The banter, research, input, and dedication that goes into it. I'm assuming most of which is Melissa, as Ali seems more freestyle, and Maria, well, dot, dot, dot. What about me? I'm the per- Wait, I missed, I missed this sentence before that. What did he say? The banter, research, input, and dedication that goes into it. I'm assuming most of which is Melissa, as Ali seems more freestyle, and Maria, oh, 100%. well, dot, dot, dot. What does that yeah, mean? Yeah, that's 100%. What does well, dot, dot, dot mean? I have no idea. I don't know. I truly appreciate what you all do anyway, and I'm a big fan. I'm a firm believer in ghosts and used to see them all the time growing up. I'd feel a touch on my shoulder a lot in the kitchen, and my dad said he felt a presence there too. And also apparently my mom was pushed down the stairs by one in the same house, which actually should have been a warning that she was batshit crazy and couldn't be trusted. (laughs) Wait, what? What? (laughs) Is she friends with Papa Roach? She's friends with Papa Roach. Recently, too, I've been feeling a heavy presence when I'm in bed. I keep thinking it's my cat laying next to me, but when I look, there's nothing there. It's literally like a huge person sitting right next to me. Weird, lol. The jury's still out on that one. I'll get back to you. Yeah, please circle back. Anyway, sorry for the longest email. You're all amazing. Zoe and Patch the Cat in the UK. Oh, cute. Damn, Zoe. Weird. We have two voicemails. Yeah, play them, baby. Hey, web crawlers. I'm calling because a couple, a while ago, y'all had an episode where y'all talked about creepy baby monitor stories. Yes. And I babysit for this one family. I love them so much. They're amazing. But their house is a little creepy. Um, One time I was babysitting there and I heard distinctly a man cough upstairs. Oh, God. I have no idea why ghosts would be coughing, but I know it. (laughs) It sounded like a man coughing and no one was there. Oh. Um, 
And then another time when I was at the house, and this house is always kind of giving me the heebie-jeebies, another time when I was there, the baby was taking a nap, and he had woken up, but he was acting so weird. I would go in his room to take him out of his crib because he was awake, but he would point back at the crib because he wanted to go back in it. And then when I put him back in, he would stare off in this one spot of the room in the corner Mm -mm. where the camera for his monitor is. And he would just stare there. And then he would point at his door like he wanted me to leave the room. Okay? (gasps) Already kind of creepy. I love babies, but they can be creepy because I feel like they know things, you know? They do. They know things. We don't see or know. And so this happened a couple times. I would go up there trying to get him out because he was awake. He was just sitting there staring into the corner of his room. He wouldn't want me to be picked up, and he wanted me out of his room. Like, I could tell. He can't talk yet, but I could tell he didn't want me sitting in there with him. And then one time, I had left the room, and I had just been on his side of the room where his crib was. But then I went back downstairs, and I checked the baby monitor. Oh, no. And there was something like walking across the screen like it was no. right in front of the no. right in front of the camera and it was a bright white thing and it was looked like the size of a human but I hadn't been anywhere over there I wasn't even close to that area and it was so creepy um and yeah you stop. I guess I kind of felt up to that but it was so weird like I saw some figure like not those little dots just a big oh figure God. walk in front of the camera across nope. it it was Mm-mm so scary thanks um i love your show bye oh my god i hate that that's baby monitors so scary they're so fucked up why do they care why do they catch so much weird stuff because babies are cursed (laughs) baby (laughs) (laughs) babies are cursed hi this is for web crawlers this is me hot tub girl uh, again so um if this is her you calling for a fifth time. <laughs> I left my last message. So last night, you know, I was going to bed, reasonable hour, and I was in bed. A little context. I live in the middle of nowhere in kind of like a rural area. I see some lights, like through the trees that um, I see them on my wall. And, you know, I have no idea what the fuck is going on. They're kind of, like, greenish lights. And I'm like, is this an alien invasion? You know? And, like, I don't know what that noise was. But, uh, I don't think it was an alien invasion. They, they went away after, like, three minutes. But cool. I did see some really weird lights this morning. I was going to text my friend and ask her for the video of me saying this is all a simulation. And she fucking texted it to me. <laughs> right as I was about to ask her. Um, and it turns out the video recording incident thing happened two years ago today, on this day, um, May 24th. Yeah, so that's wild coincidence. Again, I think not. I'm going to try and send it to you guys because now I have the video saved and it's pretty wild. So, yeah, uh, goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Wow, that this poor wild. girl has something crazy happen to her every week of her life. I love it. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Um, okay, so our episode today is about Louise, Louise Pete, the Black Widow. Uh, let's get into it. Melissa, who who is this bitch? So this bitch, this is actually suggested by Maria. That's right. I just remembered that. This is a Palisades yeah. story. Allie. Producer Maria? Producer yes, Maria. It's a Palisades story. I've never heard of it. Well, I sent it to you. She texted it to us. I was probably asleep. So Louise Pete is an infamous convicted murderer who gained notoriety for leaving a string of suicides by ex-spouses in her wake. Mm. Quote unquote suicides. Quote, uh uh-huh. She was executed in 1947, only the second woman in California to be put to death by the state. Hell yeah, feminist win. Hell yeah. (laughs) So she grew up in a well-off family in Louisiana. The first sign of trouble came when she was 15 and kicked out of private school for stealing and promiscuous behavior. Wow. Damn. So her first marriage to Henry Bosley in 1903 ended in Bosley's suicide after he found her in bed with another man. Oh, my God. Damn, girl. She then made her way to Boston, where she posed as an heiress from Dallas, Mm. using the ruse to ingratiate herself with several well-off families. Damn, that's Mm. cool as hell. (laughs) She also began turning tricks and stealing from the homes of clients. I love her. She's tight. I know. The police eventually ran her out of town to avoid embarrassing the men involved. Mm. She made her way back south, landing in Waco, Texas. Interesting. Where she met oil baron Joe Appel. A week after they met, Appel was was found shot in the head. Uh Uh-oh. And his jewelry was found to be missing as well. Louise was arrested and tried by an all-male jury. That's not a jury of your peers. No. She claimed that Appel had tried to rape her, so she shot him in self-defense. An argument that held sway with a grand jury hearing the case, she was let off. Sick, but also surprising. Hmm. In 1913, Pete moved to Dallas, where she met and quickly married Harry Farrote, who worked in a hotel. So when $20,000 went missing from the hotel safe... Fingers began to point at Louise Pete. Farote, mm-hmm. who was embarrassed over the theft and accusations against his wife, killed himself. Uh-oh. Although there is suspicion that Louise killed him. Mm-hmm. 
So she moved down to Denver, Colorado, where by 1915, she married once again to Richard Pete. Damn, dude. They had a daughter, Betty, the following year, and their marriage was tumultuous, and they separated in 1920. Pete left her husband and daughter and moved to Los Angeles. Nice. Sorry, I'm just, like, Googling her for a second. Was she beautiful? Okay, she's, like, not... Beauty isn't everything. Well, it's, like, the 20s or whatever. It was a different standard of beauty. But she's get, she's just constantly getting engaged to and married. Like, it's She's a wild. smooth talker. Yeah, she must be really charming. Yeah. Um, then there's a murder that finally leads to jail time. Pete, with her Southern charm, managed to woo a wealthy mining executive, Jacob Denton, and she moved in with him. She hired a gardener to bring a ton of dirt to the basement, which she explained as part of a plan to grow mushrooms. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Mushrooms. <laughs> oh my god everything always has to do with mushrooms mean it always comes back wonderful meanwhile (laughs) denton disappeared on may 30th 1920 pete made up an elaborate story about denton having his arm chopped off in an argument telling people what like what telling people he wasn't going out in public until he learned how to use his artificial limbs (laughs) that's amazing sorry my husband can't leave the house. He got his <laughs> arms chopped off and he's learning how to use his artificial That's limbs. pretty, that's, you gotta be psycho to make up that yeah, story. That's the new, know. sorry, I'm washing my hair tonight. Meanwhile, <laughs> Pete began referring to herself as Mrs. Denton through parties in his home, pawned his jewelry, and apparently forged some checks from him. Denton's attorney became suspicious after not hearing from him for months. Takes a long time to get used to those limbs. He alerted the police who went to search his home. They found Denton in the basement, his body wrapped in cords and quilts with a bullet in his head. Pete, meanwhile, had gone back to her husband and daughter in Colorado. Oh, my God. So she wasn't getting divorces. She was just like, yeah, she was just leaving dudes. Oh, my God. Police found her in Denver, where she denied any involvement in Denton's death, claiming it must have been the strange Spanish woman who had chopped his arm off in an argument. Her claims didn't... This is, like, insane. Her claims didn't hold up, and she was brought back to California, where she was found guilty of first-degree murder and sentenced to life in prison. A few years into her jail time, her husband, Richard, shot himself in the head, the third of her former former partners, to take his life via quote-unquote suicide. Wow. Yeah. Then there's parole. Pete was released from San Quentin for good behavior in 1939. Another source says that her release came after she began telling a story that William Desmond Taylor had actually been the one to kill Denton and that he had Mm. threatened her child's life if she did not take the blame for the crime. Some people believed her and even began campaigning for her release. Wow. Whichever it's crazy. Whichever version of events is true, bar- parole came after 18 years when she found a benefactor who would employ her and take her into their custody. She ended up in the custody of Margaret Lone- Logan, an elderly woman who lived in Pacific Palisades where Maria and I both grew up and had lobbied for Pete's release from prison on the belief that she was an innocent. It's the the house, just FYI, Allie, because I found her house. It's right behind, um, what's the school by, you know where the Palisadian Post is? Their office Village school? Yeah, it's like right behind there. That's where I went to elementary school. Oh. Really? Yeah. True story. Margaret's husband, Albert, suffered from dementia around 1944. Pete had him committed to a mental hospital where she claimed that she was Albert's foster sister. (laughs) 
God. Margaret went missing around the same time. Oh, my God. Pete, meanwhile, had remarried Lee Borden Jetson, who moved into Logan's house with her. Oh, my God. Scary. Jesus. So people began questioning the whereabouts of Margaret Logan. She claimed that Arthur, in a state of dementia, had attacked his wife, bitten her on the nose, and disfigured her. With eerie similarity to the Denton story, Louise Pete now told people that Margaret was in hiding while she waited for surgery to fix her disfigured nose. What is wrong with this woman? (laughs) Meanwhile, Louise Pete was forging checks from the Logans and spending their money. God, the forgery caught up to her and the Logan's bank called the police who came to search the Logan home. And on December 20th, 1944, six months after Margaret had gone missing, police found her decomposing body in a shallow grave in the backyard. That's right behind village school. That's right where you went to elementary school. Oh, my God. So Louise Pete was immediately arrested and charged with murder. She claimed that Albert shot his wife and Pete had merely buried the body. This woman needs a new alibi. I know. (laughs) She's getting used to her new nose that got torn off. (laughs) She said she didn't report the murder because she was afraid she would be accused because of her previous conviction. If you've got a trail of death behind you, something's up. Like, there's just something up. It's like the staircase. It's like... Yes. Yeah. Something's not right. This is not right. It's a weird coincidence. She said she didn't report murder, blah, blah. So Pete's husband, Judson, was also charged for the murder. He was eventually Mm. released due to insufficient evidence. The day after his release, he committed suicide by jumping off an office building, following in the footsteps of each of Pete's Pete's previous husbands. Jesus. That's crazy. So then there's a third burner trial. What? So the murder for Margaret... The trial for Margaret began in 1945. Prosecutors alleged that Pete was killed or that Pete killed Morgan after she was confronted with a forged check. On May 31st, Pete was found guilty and sentenced to death. At her sentencing, she read The Importance of Living by Lin Yutang, which is described as as the following on Goodreads.com. Lin Yutang's prescription is the classic Chinese philosophy of life. Revere inaction as much as action, invoke humor to maintain a healthy attitude, and never forget that there will always be plenty of fools around who are willing, indeed, eager to be busy and make themselves useful, and to exercise power while you bask in the simple joy of existence. That was her final. Yeah. So despite maintaining her innocence, Louise Pete was put to death by gas chamber at the San Quentin prison on April 11th, 1947, the second woman in California to be executed by the state. The end. Crazy. That's so crazy. Yeah, that's bananas. Wow. Maybe she put a spell on all these dudes. It's there's something up. I mean, that's just nuts. And also Maybe she's to a get witch. all those guys. She must be a witch. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, I'm not trying to be rude, but she is not. She's a homely lady. She is not a good no, looking she, woman. Yeah. But I think yeah. like she found people that she could um, take advantage manipulate. of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's it wasn't about artist. how she looked. It was like it was like how she made them feel. Mm, sensual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. But I think it's cool. Like we've been doing stories from where Craig grew up. Now we did a story from where you and I bro- grow, 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 grow up. 
grew well, up. You know how I found it? Cause you know, I've got my newspaper.com um, subscription. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite there's, I've got like three favorite websites. One is archive.org. The other is newspapers.com. I guess I have to think about what the third one is, but I just typed in like Pacific <laughs> Palisades murder. And then another, there was a girl that got murdered. I don't know if you heard this. I think it was like in the 60s or 70s. Maybe we should do an episode on this. But where, you know, remember where like Haagen-Dazs used to be? And, um, okay, in that building. Stop it. Really? Yeah. That's where there used to be that Tivoli also. Yeah. Oh, Tivoli was the bomb. Tivoli's Melissa. Melissa, Tivoli was the bomb. (laughs) I've been to Tivoli Gardens in Copenhagen. Is it related no. Isn't I think okay. that's a, a a theme park, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Oh my this, god, I, I went there too actually during Christmas, and they change it. They make it a Christmas theme theme park oh, in Copenhagen. Oh, how lovely! It's really cool. This was an Italian restaurant that just got got it right. Their their <laughs> focaccia bread was just kind of Ooh, like focaccia bread is just the best. That's amore. And there was also <laughs> that's where well it was a Hagen Dazs and it changed to Starbucks. And then there was... T- There's a bank? Mm-hmm. Anyway, on the, <laughs> I think there used to be a real... People are like, I don't care. That's cool. It's um, a bank? Okay. There is a bank. No, it's a nice uh, building. Melissa, nice you'd building. love the building if you, you saw it. it. It's pink. <laughs> Melissa, you'd oh. love it. Pink with green um, awnings. Oh, yeah, that's very... very like Florida. Yeah, Florida. Um, if you guys have any like famous old murders or cases from your town, send them in because that'd kind of be cool. Seems like yeah. a little theme we're going on. Uh, or any cool female killers would be awesome. In celebration of feminism um, and Erios <laughs> being an all-female network. If you know any cool female killers, that'd be that'd be rad. Uh, Melissa, where can people reach us? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com. And we're, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at webcrawlerspod or on Facebook or Reddit. Cool. One more question. What's everyone going to have for lunch? Ooh, such a good question. Oh, God, I don't Should know. Should we leave I that some... as a cliffhanger for next time? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Next I have time, some, some bagels maybe left over, but who knows? Uh, listen you to know? next episode. We'll tell you guys what uh, we had for lunch today. Um, cliffhanger. Anyways, cliffhanger. Uh, don't forget to donate to our Patreon. Rate, subscribe, review. My name is Ali Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. And I'm producer Maria. Bye. An Erios original. Powered by ACAST. 
No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 